Welcome back to another episode of In Gear with the Shop. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. For this episode, I'm joined by Hannah Coulter, the Vice President of Warner Robins Georgia-based restyling shop, Automotion Customs. Servicing their middle Georgia dealership and customer base, Automotion Customs does just about everything, from leather to lift kits and bed liners to full custom builds. During our discussion, we'll talk about trends in the market, internships in the shop, Automotion's recent Pro Cup Challenge win, and a lot more. But before we get to the interview, let's first hear from this episode's sponsor, Covercraft. At Covercraft, we understand. We understand that it's not just a car, it's tradition passed from generation to generation. Our products are carefully created by skilled craftsmen and women in our own high-tech plants. And we use materials specially designed to do precisely the job you need them to do. We understand that the things we help you protect are the things that help you pursue your passions. And our passion is finding the best ways for you to focus on yours without worrying about anything else. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Well, I'm here with Hannah Coulter. She's the Vice President of Auto Motion Customs. Hannah, first of all, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Oh my gosh, it's such a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, well, let's just start off. Uh, tell us a little bit about your shop. Well, our shop is Automotion Customs. We're in Warner Robins, Georgia, right beside Robins Air Force Base. Um, we have about 12 employees uh, full-time. We have a couple of you know interns that are part-time and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But we really focus on um, leather and truck accessories that's kind of leather's always been our bread and butter but of course you know mm-hmm. uh we do we've added truck accessories and we added some retail um in the recent years so leather spray and bed liners lifts wheels tires step bars bed covers all that fun stuff okay um so tell me about these interns uh what what is their role i mean that's <laughs> something that i don't uh come across a lot i like to call um one of the ones in the back, an apprentice. Uh, okay. We just kind of have him back there. Uh, he's still in high school. So, you know, he's learning the ropes of how to do stuff and kind of, you know, we're giving him a little bit of mechanical experience being able to do like leather mm-hmm. and uh, he does spray and bed liner sometimes. So that's really cool. But my front shop intern, she is actually social media based. So okay. I have her running around taking pictures of, you know, every job that we finish and I have her posting stuff on, like for sale um, on the website and all that fun stuff. So she's basically just get the pictures, post the content, let me, you know, let me check over it. And I've kind of let her actually grow into that. She's in high school as well, and she'll be graduating this year. So if you have any social media interns you want to send my way after December, (laughs) let me know because she's just been great. (laughs) Is that something that's new for you guys? Or has this been a program that you guys have been kind of working on for a while? In the back, in the back, we've always had, you know, like one or two younger guys. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like sometimes they'll want to go to college and that's like fine. That's great. Mm-hmm. But for the front, like the social media, ever since I've started about a year ago, um, I've, I've just noticed that I needed somebody to run around and 
do all the pictures and like kind of come up with a strategy and like help me with that. So yeah, that's, that's a newer thing that started in about July of this year and it's going great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, um, well, uh, you mentioned that you started about a year ago. Um, tell me a little bit about how you got involved at, at Automotion. So this Automotion is my dad's company. He's, he opened it, um, a couple of months before I was born, I was actually born in Maryland because he was in the Coast Guard. So he is a veteran. Yes. And he sold the company up there and moved back to our hometown in Georgia. So we live in Cochrane, but our shop is in Winter Robins because Cochrane is a very small town, which I'm sure most of you never heard of. <laughs> uh, once kind of that happened, I just, you know, saw him running around dealership lots and he was he actually started doing um, dyeing leather in like Lexuses and Mercedes and all of those like for the dealerships. And it turned into cat skin and then it turned into doing like electronics, heated seats, like overhead DVD stuff. So I was always there watching mm-hmm. him do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Always found it pretty cool. So the more I grew up, I, we actually got like a retail location um, several years ago and, you know, we actually had the shop. So I was always up there like taking out the trash or cleaning up the restrooms and like doing little stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to a bigger location. And of course I, you know, did some more stuff. I was able to answer the phones. Then I turned 16, like, you know, every, every break, Christmas break, spring break, I was always up here working. I just enjoyed being around it. I enjoyed being around the guys. Like, you know, my dad's first, second and third employee that he ever hired are still with us today. So wow. I knew that it was a good family oriented business here at Automotion. So I've kind of known since I was really young that I wanted to go to school and, you know, get a business management degree and hopefully come and manage the business one day. So here I am. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, So, uh, I mean, for others who, you know, might not have that direct connection, like their, their parents who are involved in the industry, um, Mm -hmm. what do you think it is that, you know, can entice younger people to, to pursue a career in the aftermarket? So that's actually one of the things that I'm trying to work on the most is Mm -hmm. like, obviously a lot of the people in our industry, at least with what we do. So, you know, we work for dealerships, but we also work for retail. We're basically installers. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the people in our businesses like us across the nation, they are, you know, they're, they don't use social media or they don't use all of the websites and all of the tactics that they could use to entice the younger generation into showing them just how cool it is. So Mm -hmm. I think, like what we're doing right now, like magazines, podcasts, mm-hmm. you know, t- more TV shows, just showing people how cool that the industry really is. Um, you know, I like to go out to the high schools and actually explain to them, like, hey, we do need people in this industry because, you know, you know, we we want to keep the next generation enticed. So that's that's kind of what I've been trying to do is just show people and grow a social media following to where like people realize, hey, this is this is a cool job to have. Like, you know, I can make a career out of that. Instead mm-hmm. of, you know, oh, I want to be a doctor or oh, I want to be a lawyer. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that is that how you got the two interns? Were you kind of out pursuing at the high schools kind of, you know, no. did, like career so fairs or actually, anything? Or? Not these two. Um, mm-hmm. I have gotten one, an apprentice from there before, but these two, not specifically. I just okay. posted on social media um, and I've really upped our social media game. I'm not going to call it the best in the world, but I've <laughs> upped it. I've yeah. definitely upped it since um, since I started in the company because my dad was falling trap into let's just keep doing what we're doing. Like, you know, we yeah. don't need social media. We don't need business. And I'm like, dad, you go and buy, you know, stuff online all the time. Like we need to have a presence out there. It would yeah. really reach our market. People would see us more. 
So I kind of, I enticed them by that. And then the intern that I have in the front office, she was actually um, one of our general manager at one of the businesses or at one of the dealerships that we did. She was actually, she's actually his son or his, oh, okay. his daughter, his daughter. So yes, uh, I was able to find her through that. So that was really cool. She was already kind of in the industry, but not really. Yeah. Are you seeing mm-hmm. positive results from this expanded social media and online presence? Is that kind of Absolutely. paying off yet? Absolutely. Um, we also have TV advertisements on a local channel, which is, um, wow. it's okay. just awesome. Yeah. A lot of people don't think about you know, our industry having that, but I mean, you see the dealerships advertising all the time. So like, why can't you advertise and show and sell yourself? So yes, I, I have people all the time coming in like, Oh my gosh, I saw automotions, TikToks, or, <laughs> Oh, I saw the, I saw that y'all did like a black and red leather on Facebook. Like, what if I can do that? Like just last night, I posted a Bronco uh, that we're building right now for a customer. And that thing has just blown up in um, all the Bronco pages all over here in middle Georgia. So yeah, I've, I would, I would highly advise like get out there, get a social media post. Even if you're posting like once or twice a week, like that's better yeah. than not posting, but for six months, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Definitely seen some good stuff. Cool. Well, that's great to hear. Um, I want to uh, switch subjects a little bit. Um, I met you at the SEMA show this year uh, because uh, you were, you participated in the pro cup challenge and actually won the pro cup challenge. Um, yes. so first off, congratulations. Um, thank you. Uh, but also I want to ask you about the vehicle you chose and how you designed the the winning package for the pro cup challenge. And for those who don't know what the pro cup challenge is, it's a competition, um, organized by the professional restylers organization that, uh, kind of pits restylers against each other. And there's certain specifications, cost, labor limits, um, for designing a package. Um, but yeah, so c- can you tell us a little bit about the vehicle you picked and the package that you put together? Absolutely. So it's been a dream of mine to put a vehicle in the SEMA show, like for as long as I can remember, <laughs> and the, which is crazy, which yeah. is crazy because the first one I actually have in there. And of course, we've done work on vehicles that have been there before, uh, but mm-hmm. like in boosts, but I don't really, I've never been in a competition, you know. Mm-hmm. so I was that's always been what I wanted to do so I when I applied to it me my dad and Tyler who is our general manager we all sat down in the office and we were like okay we need to do something that that people all over the nation that are in our industry can go and recreate because that's the whole point of the that's the whole point of the pro cup challenge is yeah. for people all over the nation to be able to go and recreate this but we didn't want to do something that was you know, too off the wall, mm-hmm. but we didn't want to do something that would be, you know, like another Ford F-150 or like another Bronco because, yeah. you know, if you walk around the SEMA show, that's all you see, which is yeah. great. That's a great vehicle. But so I originally wanted to do a Toyota 4Runner. We wanted to do Toyota because we have a really, really good relationship with Butler Toyota up in Macon. They actually have the RAV4 that we ended up doing. Um, and my dad was, you know, he wanted to do the RAV4. And mm-hmm. I, I just kind of struggled to see, like, how can we make a RAV4 cool? Like, how are we going to actually compete <laughs> having just like, I mean, I really, I called it a mom car. I was like, we're going to have a mom car out there. Like all these other people are going to have, you know, something way cool. And my dad just kind of, he was like, I think if we do this and he kind of led me to the direction of kind of, and I'll get into this next, like kind of what we went for. And once he kind of sold me on that, I couldn't see it in my head very well, but I knew that once we got it all together, it would turn out really good. And Mm -hmm. obviously, and obviously it did. So 
what we ended up going with was a Toyota RAV4 XLE. So the base model Toyota RAV4 that you can possibly get. Mm-hmm. And we went with the Weekender package, which, I mean, I don't know if you're experiencing this a lot in your market, but overlanding is awesome. And I love mm-hmm. it. And we've built, we've built a hundred overland vehicles over here, but you know, they're not really usable in middle Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> like nobody's getting their traction boards out to, you know, to drive to their nine to five. Like, yeah, they, yeah. like we ain't got mountains and we don't got like big <laughs> rivers and like, you know, yeah. I mean, Georgia's Georgia's beautiful country, but nobody's going, you know, snow skiing or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah, sure. What what we wanted to kind of capture in this vehicle was your appeal to the masses, like general everyday mm-hmm. person. Like, what do they do on the weekends? Well, when I was growing up, I went and played softball every single weekend. But you mm-hmm. know, a lot of people go tailgating. A lot of people, you know, even mm-hmm. if you wanted to buy this vehicle for your, you know, sixteen year old kid, we wanted to put all of those aspects into this vehicle to where if you wanted to make it an overlander vehicle, you could, you could absolutely add on to it, but you, if you didn't add a single thing onto it at all, it would, it would look great. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where we want to do. We wanted to ride that line. Um, we didn't want to go too crazy. We wanted everything on the vehicle to be usable and for most people. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we captured it pretty well. It was, it was, yeah. it was fun. It was interesting. That was kind of our, that was kind of our vision though. And yeah. it definitely turned out. Yeah, it it sure did. It looked great. Um, it, do you find that? I mean, you mentioned that you guys are doing a lot of overlanding vehicles. Do you have has that really taken off for you guys in the last couple of years? Um, so my dad's been calling it. He he <laughs> likes. To, he's been calling overlanding. He's like, everybody's going to do overlanding. Everybody's, and I was like, oh my god, if I hear the word overlanding one more time, <laughs> like. But yes, it has. We we built several jeep gladiators um we built several broncos uh the ones that we can get definitely less broncos and gladiators you know obviously the jeeps we built forerunners which i've i had a forerunner so i'm partial to forerunners um <laughs> and so yeah it's i wouldn't call it taking off because like i said middle georgia mm-hmm. you know you got to have that perfect person that's wanting to spend that amount of money just to have a look mm-hmm. right yeah and once that look kind of does take off it's kind of like the eight inch lifted trucks with like the big wheels and the big tires. Like once that look kind of takes off, like nobody's going off-roading with those trucks <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Or for the most part. So yes, I've seen it taken off. It still has a little bit of ways to go here in Georgia. Like it's not like we're in Arizona, but yeah, yeah. I, would, I would say it's taken off a little bit. Okay. And do you think kind of this style, like you mentioned, um, that's kind of on the line between, you know, daily driver and has some of these accessories, um, is that something that you've been um, kind of working on with your with your dealership partners? Have you heard anything from them about uh, absolutely packages um, like that? Absolutely, I I've taken this to a couple of dealerships, you know, since we got back from the SEMA show, and I've said, "Hey, look, like you know, we took it out there. Everybody all over the country was, you know, they were digging it. Mm-hmm. I think that this could be a way that we don't have to spend as much money for you know you to put it in your deal." The customer mm-hmm. still gets the customer still gets a good amount of stuff, a good looking vehicle, and it's usable. And so, yeah, I've had a lot of guys. Um, I got another one on pre order as soon as they get the vehicle in. If uh, if, if it doesn't sell before it if it doesn't <laughs> sell before it even gets off the call, uh, the truck, mm-hmm. then I have another uh, I have another one that I'm we're going to be building here shortly. So I'm super excited about that. But yeah, so the dealerships are kind of taking it, and I was a little bit worried about. 
when we went to the SEMA show, I thought that we may be a little bit ahead of our time. I was like, you know, are people going to think that this is like not enough or, I mean, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I really didn't know. I didn't know what we would get from it, but after going out there and seeing, you know, Hey, everybody, everybody kind of likes it. Everybody thinks that this is a good idea. Then that kind of solidified for me. Like, yeah, I need to take this around in my dealerships. And so we've been getting a pretty good response. So hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more uh, weekender packages around middle Georgia soon. Cool. Um, have, have you guys been running into a lot of, I mean, I think everyone has been, but vehicle inventory issues. We have, um, like I said, Toyota is one of our, like we have several Toyota dealerships around here and they're mm-hmm. usually one of our better customers. Um, mm-hmm. and with the inventory issues, of course, yes. Uh, but we really just had to adapt. Um, yeah. like we, we put, we put more leather in, you know, a little bit older vehicles than we probably ever have. You know, we've usually just been focused on that new, 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 like, you mm-hmm. know, get your new vehicle, put leather in it, like save money, you know, that whole tagline. But, you know, we've, we've had to adapt and we've had to kind of go out and say, Hey, like, let me talk to your used car people, you know, mm-hmm. like, let's put leather in this thing and like, you know, mark it up a little bit from there. And yeah. So, I mean, we've still been, we've still been pretty busy, which is very, very good, uh, yeah. especially last year. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> with the inventory, with the inventory, um, I'm, it's starting to feel like it's coming back. So it's kind of happy. I'm happy to see that. Uh, kind of feels like when I started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good to hear. Um, oh, yeah. back to packages a little bit. Um, can you just tell me a little bit about generally what your process is like designing packages, what kind of vehicles you target? Um, obviously leather, it sounds like, um, some of these overlanding accessories, what kind of things are you, you guys really, uh, finding success with? Sure. So when we go to dealerships or when we do these packages there, I kind of, I kind of put them in levels in my head. Um, Mm -hmm. because I have some dealerships that they don't want to go out and spend nine, 10, 12 grand on, on a vehicle. Uh, yeah. like on a vehicle package because that's a lot of risk. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, and I completely understand it. And then you have others that are like, Oh yeah, let's do it. We're going to blow this thing up on social media. So the first <laughs> tactic that I have going in is we're going to, I'm going to walk in, I'm going to kind of know my audience. Um, I'm going to walk and I'm going to say, Hey, like, you know, let's, let's do leather heated seats. Let's start If it doesn't already have one. Um, like, and I usually do that on like the cars and SUVs mm-hmm. and maybe like some weather techs. Okay. You know, I keep those, I keep those kind of like small packages to the yeah. people that I don't think, you know, that I don't think would want to spend all that money. Like the dealerships yeah. that wouldn't want to spend all that money. And then of course, like my Jeep guys, my Forerunner guys, um, my Bronco, my Ford dealerships, like Ford mm-hmm. F-150s, I go in there and of course I'm trying to get those small little ones. Like let's just do leather heated seats and, you know, step bars on this Ford F-150 and like just kind of lift it up. Mm-hmm. But then I'll go to the ones that I'm like, okay, like, here we go. We got roof rack, traction boards, like I said, like the whole overlanding thing. So yeah. that's kind of, it's kind of very, it's very tactical, the sales approach, because you kind of, kind of know who you're, and I've been talking to these GMs since I started, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I kind of know how they react. And if you don't know how they react, then you just kind of, kind of walk in there and ask them questions and maybe don't immediately try to sell them like, day one, you just kind of, kind of build that rapport, which I feel like I've done a decent job with. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's all the time we have today, Hannah. Thank you so much for coming on. That was awesome. Yes. Thank you. It was, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks again to Hannah for joining the podcast this month. 
You can check out Automotion Customs on their social media channels or at their website, automotioncustoms.com. Also, a big thank you to Covercraft for sponsoring this episode. You can learn more about the company and its wide range of products at Covercraft.com. That's all we've got for this episode. If you enjoyed it, catch up with any episodes you may have missed on any of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening to In Gear with the Shop. I'm your host, AJ Hecht. Cheers. <laughs>